Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Ali, good to be with you today, sir. It's a great Monday uh, for everybody that's uh, watching us on Facebook Live. Uh, hello, and uh, to everybody that is listening to this podcast, uh, you're in for, and not that you're not live either, but you're in for a, a great discussion today. Um, but Ali, how was your weekend? It was awesome. It really, really was. I um, I had a, a great weekend away with my girlfriend. We went to this place, and it, it's just incredible at how. There's a few things. One, one, I uh, I posted a a quick uh, blog post from a video that I did many years ago, but it was really relevant today uh, to today. But we were away at this weekend, and it was just amazing. We're up in this kind of like it's not a secret place because there's hundreds and hundreds of people there, but it is kind of an unknown place called Mohonk Mountain. And it's in the mountains of Ellenville, I mean, uh, in Mohonk, upstate New York, which was across from Ellenville where I used to have my house. And it's literally like a castle that's been around since the 1800s. And uh, the Smiley family owns it. And there's different pieces of it that had been built on. But, I mean, it's right on a lake with hiking and, uh, you know, during the summer swimming and paddle boarding and archery. And it's just a very family-friendly kind of place. And um, just breathtaking. But, but the one thing that I find was cool was I, I kind of opened my eyes to see all the talent that's kind of hidden that's out there. And uh, one night we're at a, a, a performance by a guy who does tap dancing. We, we, you know, who goes to a tap dancing show anymore? So we went. It was just beautiful. And then, then the next night we got to see a jazz band perform. And this lady out of the audience comes up and she, she's like sings. She's like breathtaking. You know, I mean, literally the, one of the greatest voices I've ever heard singing right along with a band she's never heard before. And um, just thinking of the untapped talent that's in the world. So I got to see that and appreciate, you know, go, wow, there's so much out there. Um, That's what I love about what you and I do because we're helping people find their potential, right? And and it's exciting. Yeah, most definitely is. And uh, I'm looking forward to today's topic because I I wish that, um, you know, I, I didn't have to go to a whole bunch of different sources in order to learn some of these things. Um, that we're going to, you know, share with, uh, with everyone today. And uh, just to give, so everybody knows what the topic we're talking about is, uh, we're talking about uh, time hacks for martial arts business owners. Um, you know, basically, you know, things that we've put into place and that we use to help, help cut corners, help create more time for ourselves, uh, less stress, obviously. Um, and in the end, since we have more time to be able to focus in on, uh, the things that actually make our business money as opposed to uh, the things that don't. Because if we're running around like a chicken with our head cut off, you, you know, we've got problems. So, right, um, right. Allie, anything else you want to say to set up the, the, the time hack um, thing? No, I, I think that that, you know, you said it really summed it up. And it's kind of like, you know, I woke up this morning. I wish I didn't wake up as early as I did. I was up at like 10 minutes to 6. Um, you know, just on my own going like, wow, what could I do today? And, you know, I have those Monday blues where, you know, it's a, a week ahead of us till the next weekend. Uh, but uh, I'm motivated to do my staff meeting. And I, I was kind of thinking, it's funny how we're on the same page. Um, and we, you know, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, you know, what could I do better that would be, that would maximize my time without spending more time? And that, that's a big problem, right, Dwayne? And we find with people that they, there's, we, I call it being in the blender and spinning around all day long, and then at the end of the day, someone shuts it off, you get out, you go home, go to sleep, wake up, jump back in the blender and spin again. So what is it that we waste our time on? And, and boy, it's a lot because there's a lot of things that people do that are just total waste of time. So I'd love to get your opinion on all of that. 
Well, yeah, um, you know, I, the, the, I think the thing that we have to understand first is, um, you know, we got to do the calculations and understand what our time is worth just so that we don't um, – just so that we have the right perspective on – on why implementing time hacks are going to be so important. So what I would say to do, and, and we can post it um, on our Facebook page, so you can go to uh, School Owner Talk, you know, just look or, um, uh, you know, go to facebook.com forward slash School Owner Talk and uh, just look for this podcast, this episode uh, number 125, or you can even go to schoolownertalk.com and we'll um, we'll post that on there when, when, when the uh, podcast comes up but would be the uh, Martial Arts uh, Business Manifesto. If you take that manifesto and you read the chapter on what your time is worth, I really think understanding what your time is worth is going to be the most important thing first before you even start implementing time hacks because the worst thing that you can do is that you can implement these time hacks and have more time on your hands to do nothing um, or actually things, you know, uh, things that actually produce nothing. So activity doesn't necessarily equal accomplishment. And I know it's a phrase mm-hmm. that we all know, but it's something that we have to really understand that, you know, we can be super active on things that aren't going to produce the bottom line later on. So I would say the, the groundwork would be to, if you haven't ever figured out, you know, what your time is worth, then you need to download the Martial Arts Business Manifesto. Go to that chapter um, and uh, and find out, do the calculations and find out what your time really is worth. And then... Um, you know, let's say that your time is worth, I don't know, let's throw something out there, uh, you know, 25 bucks an hour. Let's just say that, right? Or 50 bucks an hour, whatever it is. Any of those tasks that um, y- y- you, that pay less than that, you know, $10 an hour task, a $15 an hour task, you should, in most cases, <clears throat> I would say, you know, 80% of the cases, you should be farming those off to somebody else to do. So that. It, it, with respect is one time hack is to um you know delegate or um or or eliminate things that you know off of your plate things things that don't equal what the time for you is is worth does that kind of make sense Allie? and before we get into maybe some specifics i'm sure you probably have some comments on that yeah, and you know it's interesting when I when I started learning how to organize my time, I, you know, and I always was kind of organized as far because I, I don't forget I started in another business which was landscape architect and landscape maintenance. Um, so I did landscape design and then I had a crew, you know, and we would go out and cut lawns. And I know this seems like a you know it's not really relevant, but what we would do was we would set up our route so that they were you know the quickest route from one house to the next to the next to the next, so that we only had a small amount of time in between. And uh, each, you know, travel time, and we would just bang out lawn after lawn after lawn. So I'd learned that I could get more done if I was more organized, um, you know, in a day. And, you know, later on in life, I did the Stephen Covey, Franklin Covey, you know, seminars and learned how to do time management systems. And I did many of those, not just one, but I would go back year after year after year. Um, uh, but however, nowadays, it's much different than it was in, in the past because there's so many other things that take up people's time. They're time vampires, as you and I call them, where, uh, you know, you could easily get sidetracked. It's like uh, onset online ADD, 
right? Where, you know, you're all of a sudden you get a, a, a ping in your phone and then and that leads you to a post and then the post pisses you off and now you're off on this big tangent commenting and all this other stuff where you're, you know, looking at photos and yada, yada, yada. So there's a lot of different things that take away your time. And I, I see it. Like I, I get, give you an example of I had uh, uh, some employees in the past, uh, you know, where I'd say, hey, make phone calls. And then they get sidetracked. And I'm like, how many phone calls? Oh, I got hung up with blah, blah, blah. No, but you have to, the minute something comes in, a little mini fire, something gets in your way, you got to be bouncing right back to what you were doing so that nothing stops you from your intended goal. And those are what things you're talking about, right? Time hacks are what takes away from our productivity, what stops us from being production mavens. Yeah, or even uh, the fact that, you know, um, number one, knowing what your time is worth is a is a time hack because, um, then you're going to start doing. It's going to get you in the right mindset to do the things that are the most important things for you. Only you can do in yeah. your business. So um, this is real simple, um, but not a lot of us do it. Is that you know we um, we don't organize our our week, therefore we don't organize our day, um, and so therefore we're just you know running around putting out fires. Um, right. It would be it would be very and and I don't want this to because uh, we're going to give out specifics so mm-hmm. hang on just a second I don't want people to think we're just talking about time management and organizational skills although that has a lot to do with it um, but writing down a list of the things that you have to do uh, like so for instance now I did this on Saturday because I wasn't going to do anything on Sunday but I, can you see my uh, and for those that are on Facebook Live you can see my my yellow pad there right yeah yeah okay. So basically, I wrote down uh, things that just, you know, and I keep a running list, but on Saturday, I just wrote down a bunch of different things that I needed to to make sure that I got done. And then I went back and I prioritized the ones that, you know, basically need to be done uh, this week or next. And so then I took those and I threw them into my schedule, uh, into what I call um, uh uh, progress time, meaning I have time throughout my week that is specifically set aside for different, or not uh, uh, project time, for different projects that I'm working on, you know, what, what no matter what it is. So, like, for instance, this morning, before we even got on and we started talking today, um, I had, uh, I wanted to revise my USP, my unique uh, strategic purpose. And um, because I, I am going to a community event on, it's like a breakfast, lunch type thing, whatever it is. It's a lunch thing, excuse me, for the community here where, um, it's like, what is it? It's a, it's a BNI event. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I have to give up and get up, stand up and give my 30 second speech, right? So I wanted to make sure that I just reworked it, kind of crafted it, uh, updated it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I took time this morning to, to redo that. But had I not written it down and scheduled the time, I wouldn't have wouldn't have got that done. So gotcha. uh, uh, again, keep a running tab of the things that you need to do. Write them down. Don't keep them in your head, and then throw them into your schedule where they are appropriate. Some things you'll never get to because you think they're important, and then later on you find out you know it really wasn't important uh, to actually get that done, um, or it could be farmed off to somebody else. I'll give you another time hack that I use uh, is I, I use Dropbox. And so everything is organized inside a Dropbox. I used to keep everything on my PC, and and uh, after about you know the second time of your PC crashing and you you lose everything, uh, fortunately you 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 get a little wise the second time, right? 
And so um, I, I will say this, inside of Dropbox, I have different folders. And so, like, one folder are bills. Um, and inside that folder I have, you know, state and federal. I have, um, you know, the the years because you, you got to keep um, uh, receipts right. for everything and you got to keep your bills. Right. We actually did digitize everything. So one of the time hacks that I use is I, I don't have any paper um, things anymore. If the, 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 the bill come in, comes in, I pay it, uh, I scan it, and actually I scan when I when I scan it, and this is another time hack, uh, is having a bookkeeper, um, I, I scan it and it goes into my Dropbox folder for the bookkeeper, and then the bookkeeper labels it correctly and then puts it into the correct folder, the correct month, that type of thing, all based upon the uh, – you know, the time that I spent with her creating the system that I want her to follow. By the way, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's uh, what I, you know, what I did to help make sure that I don't have to balance my checkbook. I mean, I look at it at the end of every month. She gives me the report. I look at everything. And this is, this is my bookkeeper, not my accountant, because my bookkeeper is, um, uh, you know, I only have to, I only have to pay her $25 an hour as opposed to my accountant. And right. on average, I'm spending, you know, maybe maybe a hundred bucks uh, a month for her to balance everything, to label all of my uh, receipts inside a Dropbox, put them in the correct folder, um, you know. So by the end of every single year, the accountant has everything ready. Not to mention, uh, another time hack for me is I have QuickBooks Online, and so what QuickBooks Online allows me to do is is I, I, I'm able to hook it up to my PNC account. PNC every single night syncs with my online, uh, you know, uh, QuickBooks, and then my accountant just goes in and, uh, you know, line by line, clicks things so that it moves over and just double-checks everything, and, and, and we're good to go. That was something that I hated doing, you know, so I had to get rid of it that that. And here was the problem. I knew it had to be done, but since I hated it, I wasn't doing it. Not only was I not doing it in a timely manner, I just wasn't doing it at all sometimes. Yeah. And so I had to have some sort of uh, way to get that done where I didn't have uh, didn't have to touch it. Another time hack, and I, this still has to do with QuickBooks Online, is I pay. I, I do all my um, all my um, uh, uh, payroll online. So. My my uh, employees get their bank statement online. They get everything directly deposited online. Um, it takes me literally five minutes to do my payroll, as opposed to sitting down and writing the check all the time, right? So yeah. it, took, <laughs> it takes me five minutes to to do that. Now, do I write some physical checks? Certainly. Another time hack, if you're not doing it, is make sure that you have a bank that allows you as a business to do online banking. I probably pay um, 98% of all my bills online. And yeah. so I never, ever have to get out the – hardly ever have to get out the pen and, and write a check. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. So there's another time hack uh, that I use. Oh, let me <clears throat> go back to – and I'm, I'm schizophrenic here on time hacks, but just, yeah. you know, just some are just coming to me. Um, is uh, Dropbox again. Let me go back to Dropbox because I have an event folder inside of Dropbox and I have every single event that we do or have done in our schools. So whether it's, uh, you know, Valentine's whatever or Christmas whatever, uh, back to school this, uh, T-shirt that, you know, whatever event, there, it's all located in there 
And then I have obviously subfolders for different years. Um, yeah. And then what I learned, what I learned from you was to keep an event journal um, on the different events that we do. So what did I do is I have a, a notepad uh, and I wish I could kind of just show you my computer, but I have a notepad uh, inside of each one of those that I document notes uh, in there for every single year. That way I can go back and I can look at the, uh, look at that. I know that you right. keep a physical one, physical one. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do believe in, in keeping, you know, notes on that, but that's another time hack. So I can go back and I go, yeah, that's what I did a year ago. Uh, even though, or, 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 what, right, or what you didn't do, right. Or what you forgot to do or what you said you were going to do or what went right or went wrong. Right. So that's yeah, important. A, a, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, another time hack that is, I, I think, brutally important is to, and this is well overlooked, uh, is to take your legal pad and your pen and to sit down and write things about your business, think about your business, draw mm-hmm. plans about your business, um, because that is, to be quite honest with you, that is the highest paid activity for yourself because nobody else can do that. Number right. one, nobody cares about your business as much as you do. But number two, you're not going to allow somebody else to do X, Y, or Z in your business, you know, uh, change things around. Now, don't get me wrong. An employee might have a great idea, and they submit that idea to you, and then you take it and you uh, think about it, draw it out, whatever, um, and then move forward with it. Uh, that's, 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 but you still have a, a part to play in it. But I'm just telling you, one of the time hacks is to take that legal pad and to write down those ideas um, and then some of them you'll you'll farm off to somebody else. You know, you can do that. One of your right. staff members can, can do that. You know, when I uh wanted to have a bookkeeper, uh I had I I probably spent uh I don't know, maybe ten hours in total. twelve maybe. Ten or twelve hours in total really, really working with her, not because she wasn't um uh, capable. In fact, she's the one that taught me uh, QuickBooks Online to make sure that I knew how to do it. And I, you know, I, I've spent all that time and money with her to set things up. How you know when I when I scan things that go into Dropbox, this is how I want you to label them. This is where I want them to go. We created the system. We documented the system so that you know, God forbid, something ever happens to her, or you know, and or maybe she doesn't do a good job, and I got to get rid of her, which I highly doubt. I had that system already built, but I spent all that time uh, doing it in the beginning, but in the end, it's going to, you know, save me a whole bunch more time. Awesome. You know what? I want to give everyone an example of, of a time hack, right? So when you talk about time for your money, right, you know, translation of your time versus a certain dollar, um, you could look at a private lesson, right? So for example, I tell my, my clients this all the time. I said, like, Let's pretend that you charge $75 an hour, right, for a private lesson. You could, you could take that hour, one entire hour block of time, and make 75 bucks, which is not bad at all, right, if you think about it. For the amount of money, if you worked for someone, you probably wouldn't make $75 an hour. However, if you, if you took that same block of time and you did what I call a semi-private lesson and you charged four people $40 or five people $30, you would double your money for the amount of time. So let's say you did four at $30 or five at $30. That'd be 150 bucks. Five people, the same hour block of time, a semi-private lesson where they're all working together, 
and you make $150 instead of $75. So that's a better idea of what you could do with your same block of time, right? And that's important. Another, another thing that we talk about just so that the listeners are really connecting to what you're doing is knowing that your time is money. You're, everything you mentioned, they might be hearing, oh my God, more work from me, a, a bookkeeper, an organ. And some people, I, I mean, I have a client that, um, you know, it took me four years to get them to get a bookkeeper. And then they finally got one and the bookkeeper was terrible. And now we just fired that bookkeeper and got a new one, which seems to be kind of on the money. And, and now, He's more organized. He, he hasn't had a real good idea of his finances, of his, of his costs, of what he was bringing in versus what was going out. So we had to find somebody. But there, a lot of the listeners might be saying, oh, my God, this is a lot of stuff that Dwayne's talking about, but it's really not. It might be in the beginning time invested, but at the end of the day, it totally frees you up. And this is what we were talking about, right? You know, you put the effort in now, you'll almost feel lazy because you'll be sitting by your pool or you'll have plenty of time to do what you want because you're way more organized. What used to take you six, seven, eight, ten hours a month, maybe three or four projects, 40 hours a month, now will probably take you a few hours in total because you have other people and you're delegating and it's being done and you're basically just following through, following up and following through and staying on top of things. So my point with the illustration or the analogy with the private lesson is you've got to look at yourself and say, where can I spend my time better? Where, what could I spend my time on that's more beneficial to my growth, right? And that's really where time hacks, people are filled with them in this world, you know, Facebook, social media, Instagram, Twitter. I do that when I lay down in bed at night and I'm watching TV, I'll do it. But I, I really don't want to get caught up in a lot of this rhetoric back and forth that really has no relevance to my life at the end of the day. Does that make sense? So, it, you know, we may think posting all over Facebook all day long about how we are. I mean, but really when you think about it, if it's not growing your business and it's not good for your company, then it really, unless you're just into this social media thing and that's your hobby and that's your outlet and you're enjoying that, um, but I mean, if it's not really benefiting you, then really it's kind of a time waster, a time hack, right? Do you agree? Well, it, well, it certainly is, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> you know, one of the time hacks that I use online is I, I uh, have posts uh, scheduled in advance. I use a product called Hootsuite to do that. And in fact, right. I mean, I have, right. a, I have a virtual, I have a virtual assistant in the Philippines that, that yeah. I send all that stuff to, and then he, he pre posts it. So I might, um, let's see, I might spend 20 minutes, um, to an hour, 20 minutes to an hour per month setting up, um, those social media posts, meaning to, get it all together, send it to him and say, look, and, and then actually use, I use a product called Teamwork um, to send it to him and track what he's doing and, 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 and stuff like that, you know, to track his time so I can yeah. pay him and, and, and what have you. So there's, you know, another time hack. Uh, hey, here's another time hack, okay? So my 14-year-old son, um, I, uh, because, because he's, he's, he's um, underage but he's my son he can get a work permit even at 14 well uh there are uh, I, we have a scan box at the studio and sometimes we have a, so much stuff to scan that we can't get it all in uh meaning we only have one computer there and we have one one printer there so i'll bring a box of it home and i set it here on my desk and then i've got another computer um i'm, I'm pointing at it right now but i've got a small little computer here that is hooked up to my my printer slash um scanner and then when that box is there 
He gets on it. He scans it. it he he knows already because I've set it up with him. You know what what different uh, you know scans go to what different uh, folders depending. You know, so some of the stuff he'll send to the VA. You know, and then the virtual assistant will label it correctly and then move it into the correct boxes. Um, and and some of it doesn't go to the VA. Um, you know, and and that actually goes to my program director's box. But but my program director, who gets paid a whole bunch more than I'm paying my son, you know, at this point, obviously, uh, doesn't have to sit there and, and I'm not paying that program director to scan. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just that's just a time hack, you know, yeah. where I, I'm going to find somebody that – so I look at my – I even look at my program director and my head instructor, and I know what they make per hour, and I don't want them working on uh, objects or, or projects that are below that pay grade. Um, right. It it just it, it shouldn't happen. Now, every once in a while, you know, at 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 McDonald's, the manager has to step in to help because you're busy or somebody calls off sick. That's a different thing, you know. But in in most cases, the manager at McDonald's is not stepping in uh, to do those. He's just making sure that the ship is running correctly, or she's making sure that the ship is running correctly. Um, yeah. Another time hack that I want to bring up is uh, email. Because it can be a time vampire, <laughs> but yeah. the time hack would be to to give your number. First thing is this: never, ever, ever, never, ever look at your email in the morning. You should, your in my opinion, the block of time that you have in the morning should be all for projects. You get as many projects as you possibly can get done before your day uh, actually gets rolling. Um, and 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 so, like for me, I I don't check my email. Um, until uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and so I'll eat lunch, and then from 1 to 1.30 is where I'll check email. And I'll do the most important emails first. I'll, do, I'll push off the other ones that I don't get done because you can, you know, uh, reschedule them for the following day. And, of course, those are the ones that I'll get to first. Now, I, I've had school owners say to me that, you know, well, you can't ignore somebody and, and you know, whatever. Um, that's debatable, but I don't ignore anyone, at least to, not on purpose, uh, unless it is on purpose, and there are some people that I've, I ignored, but, um, <laughs> and what I mean by that is, if there is, if there is a, uh, something that has to be responded, yet I don't have time, but I know that my program director is the one that should be responding to this anyway, or my head instructor, I just send it to them. I don't deal with it. I send it to them. And and I think that's important to understand that. Now, if you're a one-man or one-woman ship, yeah, obviously you're going to have to do that. Um, so please take in consideration uh, the perspective that I'm coming from, understanding that I do have uh, people that work with me and for me uh, in order to help run my ship. And eventually, you know, if you're not in that that situation you should be working to get into that situation is there's such a freedom that goes along with the uh the ability to be able to go okay that's not my area i can give that to somebody else so again that you can go back and start working on the things that are higher paid um you know projects for yourself they're going to make more money for you and your school yeah and and you know what which is interesting of what you just said too is that you know everything is goes falls right back in line to the question um is this is this going to make me more money or is it going to cost me more time? How can I effectively spend my time? You know, and it's just like uh, anything else, you know, whether, 
I, I don't know, using the simplest of tasks, you could say, okay, you're, you're worth, and by the way, again, we had a few people sign up for the manifesto already um, that you had just talked about in the beginning of the call. And on that manifesto, uh, you know, the martial art manifesto, it explains it how your time, how you could break out, how much you're actually worth, what your time is worth. And I think, Dwayne, that was probably the biggest amount of compliments or um, comments we got on that manifesto was how it created a realization of what people were worth. And it changed some people's lives from what they told us because we literally showed them, like, don't waste your time here, right? You know, and, and by the way, there is certain things that I like to waste my time on, um, and that's by choice because it might be, uh, you know, brainless, you know, uh, you know, just downtime or things that I like, like graphic arts. I could hire someone, but I enjoy it. So there's a part of fulfillment for me in it. So don't get rid of everything. Um, but it, it's got to be the things that make sense. It's always like we say ABM, you know, all, all, you know, uh, no, all AB, yeah, always be marketing, right? ABM. Um, you know, you have to always figure out a way on how to get yourself out there and how you're going to spend your time properly or, or waste your time. So what do you think about that? <laughs> well, that's absolutely true. And, and, and um, you know, the other thing I was going to throw in there is, you, and this is a totally different call that we had earlier. You'd have to go on schoolandtalk.com to find out the exact one. But you need to have rules in your business, social media rules for yourself so that you're not um, – you know, playing around and and messaging and all this other stuff. So so like similar okay, similar to me right now, right? Like you hear me typing on the computer a little, uh, and my yeah, girlfriend you always. Yeah, but my girlfriend type. just Facebook. My girlfriend just Facebook messaged me and she says, "You look like you're multitasking. Stop it." And, and, and I'm, I'm kind of making notes too, so I should write it on my pad instead of typing. You know, right here and and write it down because I'm getting ideas for our staff meeting. Um, I have a meeting right after you and I are done where I'm going to sit down and talk to my guys. So I'm motivated by this call, by you giving me info of us talking about it. And um, it gives me ideas to talk about in my staff meeting. So that's why I'm not just multitasking, you know, off on some social media platform, checking out pictures of pandas or something like that. Um, but, well, but, yeah, you know what? You bring up, hey, listen, you bring up a good point with regards to staff meetings. I mean, if that in and of itself isn't a time hack, having staff, uh, to be able to delegate and duplicate to, um, yeah, you might spend uh, 15, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever, prepping to be able to, you know, do your meeting. And by the way, um, you know, with staff meetings, you should have a, 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 number one, you should have a regular scheduled staff meeting. Number two is you should have an organizational, an or, excuse me, an organized way that you are actually doing uh, your staff meetings um, and, and, uh in, inside of that staff meeting, there should be, you know, something old, something new, something, what is it, uh, like, what is the wedding thing? Something old, something I, new, I something fresh, something blue, I don't yeah. know. But, but the, the, the consistency inside of that is going to be important. But um, with, with your staff, you need to have those staff meetings. But with your key staff members, right, you need to have, um, you know, what, like the, the, the book um, – uh, the one minute manager. You need to have right. one minute goal setting. Uh, one minute goal setting. Have you ever read? If you have not read the one minute manager, you want to read that. Uh, it's super super thin book. Just set it by your toilet. You'll finish it in, in two sittings maybe. But um, anyways, <laughs> it, the, de uh, it depends on what your diet is. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but uh, it, 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 the con one of the concepts that it talks about is having one minute goal setting, and so uh, it is important for you at the beginning of the week, if not by the end of the week 
for the following week to sit down with your staff member, uh, your key staff members, like your program director, your head instructor, whatever, and say, okay, you know, uh, what's going on this week? What's our goal? What needs to get accomplished? You know, yada, yada, yada. And then uh, by the end of the week, you know, hold them uh, to that or come the next staff meeting. So, for instance, I have a staff, like for me, and I know yours is different, and, and, and people need to know that we're not the same on everything, but, but the consistency part is the most important part. Um, the On Fridays, I have my staff meeting, and, and so I get a report by the end of the week. On Monday, on Mondays uh, in the morning, I have my staff, like my my uh, one minute, my, my one minute goal setting with my program director, and then in the afternoon, my one minute goal setting with my head instructor. Um, just because uh, the, the the program director's in there in the morning, my head instructor's in there in the morning too. He's teaching a class, but then he's got to go because you know he's he's got to get home before his wife goes to work, so he can watch you know his his own kids. Uh, and so, but anyways, whatever this, whatever the system is, it's important because uh, a, a great time hack is to make sure that your your staff, key staff members, are writing down the list that your that their list is directly related from your list that you've passed on to them that they've got it done that they yeah. have reports that they turned in because what gets what's get what gets measured gets managed and what gets managed gets done. Yeah, and, and by the way, that, that is a key thing. So, I, I mean, I've been that person where I had 27, 30 staff members at one point, um, and uh, I remember, like, you know, going through everything that you said, being highly organized and giving and delegating, and I even had categories in my, in my Franklin Covey planner, which was for each person and their name, um, and, uh, you know, I would give them their own tasks. And what would happen was that once, and, and I'm admitting that at times I would push stuff across the table and then not follow up and follow through so that the next time I remembered it or check, you know, cause I wasn't even in, in, it wasn't habitual for me to go into that book and say, Hey, Dwayne, I, I asked you to do this for me. How's that going? And, you know, in any time management and delegation type training, if I assign a task to somebody, I need to then say, give them a midweek timeline and then at the end of the day, a deadline and be able to say, okay, by midweek, you're going to, we're going to talk about this. And then, uh, you know, I would say, okay, uh, hey, Dwayne, how are you doing on that project that we have? And then you'd say, okay, I said, are you, are you on target to finish it by our deadline on Friday? So that they're then at the end of the day, Friday we meet. You say, yeah, all done. We're moving ahead, and then now we we figure out a follow up strategy. Now how we're going to continue on, or is it a is it a one time project like make a poster, you know, for the event? Okay, poster's done. Awesome job, Dwayne. And then that poster goes up on the wall, or is it like promote um, the Little Warrior program? That's kind of an ongoing task. So then we have to set up some some little mini tasks, mini goals, and then we have to make sure that we achieve them and decide as a team, myself and my, my team member, and say, okay, now what do we do? And, and we, it's a constantly evolving, you know, uh, an evolution of a progress so that it's an ongoing kind of thing. So anyway, that, that's just so important for us to be able to follow up and follow through. One Minute Manager is all about that. So many other books, like I have on my bookshelf, like Who Moved My Cheese or, you know, um, all, all those kind of books about task management and how to do it. Um, one of my favorite ones is, uh, is the monkey, 
um, I have to think of the name monkey management or something like that. And it's all about handing the monkey to the employee and making sure they follow up with the task and complete it. A lot of times people hand it back to you. Like I'd say, make phone calls and do this. Well, where do I do the phone calls? Search it on the internet. But where do I search it on the internet? Hey, listen, if I'm going to do everything for you, I might as well do it myself. So I want you to do a little bit of research on your own. Here's where you go. This is what you do. Now show me the progress. And then if you have questions or your struggles, come back to me. Um, but a lot of times people are always constantly sliding the monkey, handing the monkey back to the to the boss. Right. And I like what you brought up with regards to, um, you know, with deadlines. And um, you need to have deadlines for your employees, but then you also personally, and this is the hard part for yourself because – you know, being your own boss is one of the best things, but being your own boss is one of the worst things because you can yeah. move uh, the uh, – <laughs> I'm getting yeah, political you here. You can move the red line. And so, well, that, that's, that's a big problem, right, because as owners, we could make the choice, and this is the problem with adults as well. You know, once – like I have a student who's an adult. Um, if, at least if I have a parent who's in charge of a child, I could kind of talk to the parent and say, hey, listen, keep that kid going. But once an adult says, ah, I've been there, done that, I don't want to do it anymore, there's nothing you could do because they make their own decisions. The same thing with business owners. I mean, you've probably had a million conversations with coaching, coaching people, um, and they're like, you know, well, why didn't you do this? Like, what? You had a whole week, dude. That's 168 hours. Why didn't you get me your stupid list? You know, and um, yeah. but they're the owner. They they make all their own choices. They make all their own mistakes and so on. So yeah, that's that's a big issue. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, along the sides of getting you know deadline for yourself, um, get an egg timer, get a, a digital timer, whatever, and pay and, and play beat the clock. Um, mm -hmm. You know, say okay, I think this project is going to take me. Uh, seven minutes, boom, hit the timer and go and, and see if you can't, one, get it done in seven minutes, if not before, but still have a great product at the end. Um, so that's another time hack. Another thing is um, reoccurring tasks. I, I had said, mentioned before that I use teamwork um, to send things to um, my virtual assistant. Well, I also use teamwork to send things to my staff as well, uh, whether it's an on-the-go task and or if it's reoccurring. And the nice thing is about reoccurring is you set it up once and it happens. So, for instance, I have a reoccurring task that my head instructor has to change the air filters on, on the, the, the first Monday uh, of every single month. And on that first Monday, he also changes the urinal cake, and we have this urinal pad that's underneath the urinal, and he's got to change all those things. And then he check marks that it's done, and boom, voila, it's done. Yeah, um, and I, so I, I have I use teamwork for that. Now, before I had teamwork, because that's forty seven dollars a month. Before I had teamwork, when I wanted to do reoccurring tasks, I used Outlook, and I, you can put it in the calendar to come up with a reminder. The only thing I didn't like about Outlook is I still had to follow up to make sure that it was done. With right. teamwork, I'm tagged along with that task, and so I know the progress of that task, whether it's started 50% done or 100% done, yeah. because if nothing happens, then I get an email back to me when it was supposed to be completed saying, hey, this isn't done, you know, better go check on it, you know, I'm making that up, that, you know, yeah, and, what, what and, exactly you know, it says. I, I love what you're saying. It's so important. It, it's really basically you're using technology, teamwork, or whatever else to have accountability, because sometimes... I would say I would do it by hand or on paper or I'd put it on a computer Excel spreadsheet 
And then at the end of the day, I'd forget about it. And here's the thing. You actually, it's almost like Pavlo's, uh, Pavlo's uh, dog or whatever, where, you know, you ring the bell and, and, and the dog, the dog salivates. And, and, yeah, yeah, the dog salivates and you feed them or put water in the bowl and you ring the bell and keep on doing that all. And my dogs, are, they're such creatures of habit. Every morning, my girlfriend wakes up at 6 a.m. They, they're up and they're waiting for their bone to be, you know, and, and they'll bark and they wake me up and they've gotten triggered, you know, for that response that they're trained. They know the time. They wake up like thinking in their heads, I'm sure they're going bone time, you know. Um, so, so it's important for us to, um, you know, to make sure that we are also training our staff to have deadlines and to make sure that they're accountable for what they do. So that's really mainly what it is. I, I just posted on Facebook. I wrote, this is quite relevant. I, I put a blog post up today. It's a little off topic, but it talks about mentorship and knowing your potential and trusting in someone like you or I, um, our program that we have, which is online, or you and I as coaches to kind of do weekly coaching. Um, there's nothing better for a business owner. Most of my coaching clients, they quadruple their income within the first two or three years. They quadruple the, the amount of money that they're bringing in, the retail that they're selling, the student base that they have, um, and it's all because they're held accountable because, you know, we could go for weeks without any productivity if we have no one over our shoulder telling us what to do. I just happen well, to be hey, addicted. It, it, it's not all about accountability, although that that's true. Um, it goes back to, and, and, and we've got to close here, but, um, you know, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And right. Having that epiphany of even reading the business, you know, martial arts business manifesto and then going, oh, my gosh, I really am worth this much. And why the heck am I wiping the windows down? You know, it's not that I'm above that. It's just that that's not the highest paid activity for myself. You know, I, I want to close with this. You can uh, close after me. But, um, you know, the old saying goes that if you want something done, give it to a busy man or busy mm -hmm. woman. Yeah, And the reason that is is because they know how to organize things to get it done. Um, and so I want to leave you with that idea that, you know, look, if you want something done, then you need to be that busy person. Not busy that you're running around like, you know, like a chicken with your head cut off. Right, right. But, you know, I have people that come up to me and say, man, you are always so busy. You're posting online. You're sending out emails. You're this, you're that. I, I I tout to myself that I am one of the laziest people. Me too. <laughs> and and but, I do but too. The, the the reason is because I you know I really believe God has allowed me to build a good team, and that team supports what I do, and then it allows me to work on the highest paid activities that they can't do because they're not in my position. And mm -hmm. so if you want to get something done. Find a busy man or find a busy woman, and they'll get it done. Yeah, and and by the way, uh, I'm like you. We're we're very. People say to me, "Yeah, you're so busy," and I say, "I'm really not as busy as it appears. I'm just very scheduled." So someone might say, "Hey, can we talk?" And I be I'm on a call, or I'm doing my my podcast, or I'm doing this. I said, "But if you if you give me a time, I can easily fit you in." It's just that I'm scheduled, right? And I, I organize my time so that I control my time. My time doesn't control me, and you do the same exact thing. So the difference between being busy and being scheduled is, is totally different. Being busy is like you can't handle it, but being scheduled, you, you could get a ton of stuff done, and, and it's all up to you. So that's why, uh, you know, I admire you and your organization, and, and people could learn a lot from you um, and what we, we share. So I hope they enjoyed the call today. Thanks so much, Dwayne, again, for being on the call with me. 
I'm because I'm motivated now. I had the Monday blues and now now I'm like, um, you know, I'm ready to go. And we all need that little boost of motivation. Absolutely. Well, I want to remind everybody that uh, you can go to schoolandertalk.com to, uh, um, you know, listen to the replay. Obviously, you can watch it here on uh, on Facebook. And then uh, we do have a couple of webinars that are still up at schoolandertalk.com. We're, we are putting together another one that we'll talk about uh, maybe next time. But uh, the first webinar is Getting Students Quickly. Um, it's uh, Discover Quick Ways to Get New Students for Your School. And the next one is, uh, you know, Discover the Six Steps to Implementation. Especially after listening to this call, you might want, not that you don't want yeah. new students, but you might really want to discover the six steps to, uh, to implementation. Allie, yeah. I'm glad that I could uh, motivate you. Our calls always do that. So I appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon, sir. Awesome. All right. Have, have a great day, everybody. Take care. Yeah.